Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Guess what we've got for you? We've got two tickets for the home game versus West Ham on December the 5th to give away in a competition for your chance to win. Son, sign up with Ladbrokes. Enter promo code LAD50. That's LAD for donkey 50. And all depositing customers will be entered into a draw. The link is on this show's description. We'll announce the lucky winner on next week's show all together now. Woo! For your chance to win, just email us uh, your Ladbrook username to redcast at playbackmedia.co.uk. That's the link on this show's description. And sign up, go to Ladbrook, enter promo code LAD50, and then email us your Ladbrook username at redcast at playbackmedia.co.uk. And of course, we'll be adding details of this giveaway on our Facebook group, which you can find in our app or by following the link to unitedredcast.com. Yippee! Yay! We can win ourselves some tickets, more than they've ever given us here on this podcast. Did I say that? Are we recording? Goodness gracious me. My, name, so. my name's Eddie Nesta. Uh, my name is uh, uh, it's synonymous with great people, kings of Africa. No? Right, well, it's a worth a try. Uh, Dave is with us. He's the accountant. How are you, Dave? It's good to be back. Where are you, Mo? Where you been, Moses? Well, I had to take some time off, really, because I was fed up of hearing about transitions and philosophies and it's a process but you know i missed it too much so i'll come back and listen to it's a transition it's a philosophy it's, yeah, it's a, process. a process yeah well there you go. good to be back hello the, everyone the beard is fantastic we might yeah, take a picture of that and stick it up it's, so it's, let's go from two men with full beards fully developed beards yeah. slightly gray but shows yeah. that they are real men yeah. to the man boy cub the one who can't grow a full beard robert meekin how are you oh you throw the gauntlet down because believe it or not i actually do have a boy beard presently because you can't see me presently it looks admittedly it does admittedly look stuck on when i have a beard (laughs) have you ever done that movember those of you listening around the world in uh, this country in november people do silly things movember you grow a moustache for november or beard have you ever tried that rubber making I have, yes. I mean, I, I, right now I'm sporting. I'm I'm very impressed by the mustachioed look. I think I look at if, if only oh, some go. of the listeners will notice. But think of um, 
Leslie Phillips. I've got that look going oh, on presently. We're, we're into magnums. That's... Don't go out in the wind, whatever you do. <laughs> so, escape us from our madness, please help us. We are here uh, now uh, bringing you news of the greatest team on earth. It is our pleasure. I must tell you a little bit of gossip. We have a whole set of podcasts here. So really, Chelsea left just a little happier uh, than they have been over the last. Man City have just left the building. Goodness gracious. Smelling this room as well they after they've left. Stink. They stink. The oh, they did, honestly. Uh, it is our pleasure to come and provide some fresh air, some enlightenment and some entertainment. Uh, you know, it, it should have been easy. Possession was ours and then it got a bit sticky, Robert Meakin. Yeah, it was. It was. It, I mean, I, I thought particularly the first half. I thought it was a, a very competent, live-looking performance, but it almost went terribly wrong. Obviously, in those last few minutes, it, it doesn't seem as much debate. It clearly seemed to be a penalty for Watford. And I just really, what I was really encouraged by was the attitude after that, because United, in their down times, which we've been very familiar with, have almost looked like they've they'd almost have settled for the draw, you know, at that stage. But this team, they really went for the jugular, didn't they? Those last few minutes, and we got the nice lucky break with the Schweinsteiger stroke own goal but it was deserved i just really like i thought our attitude was really good wasn't a perfect performance by any means but i thought i thought the team looked in in good spirit and the the big plus of course was memphis looking the business up front yeah we'll get there because there's some interest to talk about we'll we'll get there i'd almost forgotten this ft do you remember what ft used to stand for dave is your test when we what, Financial Times, because no, I'm the accountant. Fer- Fergie time. Oh, Fergie, Fergie time. time. Well, it was That's, a little bit of it. Th- it was a little bit of Fergie time. It was like, because they didn't, it was that never say die attitude, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, going back to the start of the game, I think we, considering we had injuries and we went into the game thinking, what are we going to do? Well, not so much of an mm-hmm. issue. I wasn't too concerned that Rooney might be out of the game. More about Martial and losing some pace up front. But again, just the first 10, 15 minutes, Herrera, Lingard, Depay, who I thought was the new Bebe, has now come back, fortunately, but uh, looked really good. And I'm really so unfortunate that Herrera got injured. And I think you were right. Mm. After that, we kind of kept giving the ball away a bit more and it got a bit more, uh, a bit more scruffier, was a much more scrappier. But I think what I think we showed, which we haven't for a while, was that we had another gear. When we were 1-1, mm. with a few yeah. minutes left, in recent times, that would have been it. Or you could have seen Watford going on and getting another goal. Yeah. But we seem to have this other gear. They just went for it. And, you can, and you, it shows that we can play at another pace and play at another level. And then we did get that goal. I, I think it was a great performance. And you can see how much it meant to everyone. You can see Herrera and then he broke his fist, smashing the back of the... Um, the the dugout where he was running at the back of the at the dugout behind Van Gaal it's a, f- a fantastic performance and um, really encouraging and I just really like the way that we play much more offensively with the younger players and more pace I, uh, I'm upset for Herrera I don't know what his injury status is but mm. I, you, I really don't want to see Rooney come back into this team at the moment well Rooney's, we, Rooney's injured but let, let, let's just stay with that because one of my areas of concern Robert has been for a while how we react to adversity so you go in with a plan of course and how does your manager your coach react to an injury ascending off mm. and actually what we have we, we, he had to be a little creative. I mean, he had to be creative before the game, but then mm. when we had the injury, he had to be even more creative. And the confidence was that one loss since August or something like that. I mean, mm. not bad, Robert. Not bad. 
Not at all. It's, I think history of a lot of teams suggests often it's when you know, these unhelpful injuries come along and a manager is forced to show his hand and, and be a bit more adventurous that sometimes it can come off. And mm. I agree with David. It is, it's like, it is exciting seeing that sort of pace. Man, I, I'm a, I really like Lingard as well. I know, I know he's not the finished article, but he looks exciting and he's quick and he's pacey. Herrera, I think, is just a really clever player and fantastic. I mean, the, the touches that, along with the goal that Memphis showed, proves that he is potentially top drawer if we're lucky and so it's lovely to see these sort of players getting the chance and really and really showing the stuff because say they've, they've only had limited chances a lot of the time yeah so so who's the velvet glove on the iron hand then who's the one who puts his arm around the player because these guys are young right and mm. we've seen yeah. uh, you know we talked about it being a, a scar a, a, on the bottom of manchester united that somebody like demiria didn't make yeah. it at manchester united but but you know you, you know what you're going to get from the manager is, is that Giggs's job who's, yeah. who's the velvet glove well i think i think i was a bit harsh when i called Depay Bebe but um, I think he's actually acknowledged that Ryan Giggs has helped him recently when he got dropped from the team and kind of showed him what it is you have to be a certain kind of character to be a Manchester United player yeah he's he's come from Holland and he's got all the money in the world and he can go and buy every single piece of clothing in Selfridges and wear it all at the same time and walk around the street covered in tattoos and really dodgy sunglasses but it's about what you do on the pitch and the expectation of being a Manchester United player every week you're going out to a cup final and I think do it's, people, a difficult, do, it's difficult Can I ask you a question? I'll let you finish in a minute but yeah. I, I, I've often heard people say that on this podcast and I'll go home and I listen to the podcast and I wonder when you come to Manchester United when you're a kid when you're Jones when you're small yeah. when, you, when you're Rooney idea say, when you come to, to Manchester United do you not come with that explained to you by your manager your agent your mum your dad uh, d- d- does somebody not say to you yeah, possibly I, I know what you're saying but I think once you're actually in that bubble and you really understand it when you understand that every time you walk out onto a football pitch the world is against you it is like a Champions League final every week for every single team you're playing against maybe it's harder when you come in from abroad because they don't really understand the kind of tradition or how and also the Premier League is such a much more it's such a stronger league you've got people like Ibrahimovic saying I'm too old to play in the Premier League because it's too you know it's too tough you know for someone of that age but I think and also wearing that iconic number seven shirt so some players can't handle that Di Maria certainly couldn't handle it and couldn't handle the, pl- the pressure of playing really? for United and saying? playing in the champ- and playing in the Premier League well, you can't say that your time is going to tell if he goes out and does incredibly well where he is the questions are going to be asked about why the manager couldn't get the best out of him the, here yeah I think, mm. I, think he, I think the manager's always had an issue hasn't he they always say he's had an issue with South American players but they have a certain style and, and also of the way they are they're very different to a Northern European kind of player it's the work ethic uh, the work ethic and just the and I think he doesn't have a lot of time for it so I would guess that Giggs is the one that will tell tell the new players about the tradition the history because he's lived it and the manager he talked recently didn't he at an LMA meeting about that he just basically sits there it was tongue in cheek and he has all these other kind of groups and departments around him that do a lot of the work but I think yeah ultimately he's got a way that he wants to play and then Ryan is the coach isn't he so he is going to be the one that is that kind of conduit between both but I think it's important to understand the importance 
importance of a number seven shirt historically, but also the Premier League is very difficult, and being a Manchester United player isn't easy. Isn't yeah, well, easy well, at we all. know that Tito turned down a seven shirt. Yeah. He felt it was too much pressure. But Robert, have you heard this rumor that in the canteen there's some sort of visor that's gone up now that, that you know divides the first team players from any, everyone else? Have you read about that? I heard something about that. That I did hear a rumor. I can't believe that'd be particularly true because I don't think that would help. Team you can't out. imagine, can you? No, really, I just don't think it makes sense. I mean, like, I, I, and Van Hal, I think, has got a fairly distant attitude to most of his players, to be honest. He does treat them like racehorses, you know, where they're, they're useful to him or they're not. Um, so, no, I, I did hear that, but I, I, particularly at the moment when, frankly, we've got so many young players, you know, jumping at the bit to come through. I, I don't think that's the case. I think the first team squad, it, it, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty even playing field okay so dave let, let, let's go to the injuries yeah. up front there are a lot of them aren't there yeah i mean martial as we know injured uh, playing against england um rooney ill mm. apparently not injured but ill um and a smattering of other injuries. valencia out for quite a while mm. but i think that i think I think the uh, Rooney one's a blessing in disguise, really. The Martial one is is a gutter because he, he'd also not come off the ball, but I think it's been difficult for the team to score many goals recently and not been making many chances. But you get the impression if kind of Lingard and Martial and Depay can make some kind of uh, little t- like a little trident together, it's quite it's, it's, it's exciting to see. I think the game pass matter by this weekend by the way um, he was kind of anonymous on matter I, I, I thought he would have come into his own a bit more but I think those physical games are difficult for him but yeah defensively again Phil Jones I mean injured again he comes back and goes off injured in the game mm-hmm. that's that's a difficult one isn't it and you're never so sure about Marcus Rojo gave away the penalty really kind of easy come through the player it was there uh, it's, it's clumsy it's a, yeah so clumsy um, but I would say also Van Gaal I don't. I don't believe this dinner uh, dinner room thing. Uh, but I think he's given a lot of young players players a lot of chances, hasn't he? I mean, that, for mm. someone they came in and said he's just going to spend a load of money and he's not going to be interested, he really has given them a chance. And we've got a very young team at the moment, haven't we? Yeah, which is why I think there are still questions to be asked about why Yanazai isn't there. I, I have always thought there's a non. Well, Van Gaal has said that he he thought it was a that he wanted to go. Uh, yeah, yeah he, it's a non-footballing yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Van Gaal said he wanted him to stay, and it was a bad idea for him to go. He's sitting on the bench in uh, Dortmund now. He can't even yep. get in the team. Yeah, it, it, it never made sense to us. I mean, we didn't know. Uh, come on, in. who wants to test? Easy one. Who wants it? You, Dave. I'll take it. Okay, so uh, from Alex Ferguson's time, how many players still there? How many players played? Uh, Ashley Young. Oh, we didn't play. Well, you mean played in the game the other yeah, day? Yeah. Um, Young, uh, Jones, Smalling, uh, the goalkeeper. That's about it. That's about it. it. Yeah, I think that, so. That's yeah, that's about it. I mean, Valencia's in it, but he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't playing. It's a very different sound. I mean, when I listen to the names, Bobby, it's a really different team, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's, it's a, he's he started when he put his stamp on things. Now he's well into his, his second season. Notably, I mean, as frustrating as it was for us last year, it was you know it was it was all over, all over the shop. People coming in, people coming out. You'd like to think now, particularly the young players, started to settle, starting to be given their heads. That yeah, this team is uh, it's more Van Hal's vision of the way he wants Manchester United to play. I think getting Schweinsteiger was a huge part of that jigsaw as well. I have to say, really happy for him a, the other day. By the yeah, way, that, yeah, yeah, great. And he looked so. A, so happy as well after what happened the yeah. weekend before but yeah sorry I just wanted to say carry on 
Yeah, just I think it's great. It's just great to have, I think, to see him and Schneidlin in that midfield. We moaned for donkey's years about how lacklustre. It was a bizarre blind spot of Ferguson's or just plain denial that we didn't need new midfielders. And to have sort of top draw players in that position again is a huge bonus. And I think having Smalling playing there he is at the centre-back again is a big, big plus point for us. Yeah, but we do need need a partner for him, don't we? I think we do. I think that's the. I think that's the other missing piece of the jigsaw. I think a centre back partner for Smalling. None of Jones hasn't been able to establish himself there. Flint, as much as I like him, I, I think we're we're stretching things to say he's really the long term option as that centre back. Rocco, no, I don't think that's the case. So yeah, I think that. I mean, that's the position. That's this position. I think we still really do need to fill. I think also, I mean, I know we're going to talk about John Stone's possibility, but it's, it's so difficult now as well because our Everton... It's a, new, it's, a new, it's a new problem position in world football, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one to fill. I think Stone's mm. going forward will be an England centre-back for many, many years, possibly. Captain captain but how to get him I mean they would not allow Chelsea anywhere near him we've got a few few people that we could let go in we can do a deal that Chelsea can't a we've got you know sorry for interrupting you uh, you know the 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 Neville the Howard we've done good business Mm. with Everton we've looked after them right so you know and we've still got players who maybe won't make you know somebody like Jones let's say may not make it a Man United but it'd be a good acquisition wouldn't he for Everton captain of Ecuador would be cracking at Everton. <laughs> I tell you what, as well. I think uh, looking at that team, and you can, like I said, I think it's got an extra gear, and it seemed that way. And we've kind of defensively sorted ourselves out, and the structure of the team is looking good. I think we're missing a couple of players, and forward-wise, I mean, having a Gareth Bale or a Iron Robin or something like that. Well, what's the rumor? What's the rumor, Robert? You've been waiting. Yes, it is. It is a very familiar rumour to all of us that a certain Portuguese gentleman <laughs> might come back to play for us in his 30s. I mean, it, actually, it's the manager, Van Harland's just He's asked, you know, outright, would you like him? And he's, he's basically admitted, he, of course, he would pin his hopes on the idea of Cristiano Ronaldo coming back to play for us. I find it very hard to believe I don't he think would come back to the northwest of England. No. I, I honestly... Done, tough, no. cold, I horrible. honestly believe at his age, he'll be 31 next year. Yeah. And he's he's got to play a different game I, if he's going to go anywhere he's going to go to Paris he'll go to PSG yeah, because it's, it's a, because the league is easier it's not so hard on the body there's got a, there's another World Cup coming up I think he'll want to go to that and I can see him doing that I think it, it's and then if you wanted to spy him you're going to be looking at paying as much as we sold him for so they'll get him for you know they would have sported him for 80 million got yeah. all of that out of him then they'll get their complete money back I think it makes more sense if we can get him to get for Gareth Bale he's much, he knows about the British game mm-hmm. He could come into that club, and Ryan Giggs could just basically say to him, "You could be a legend here. You know, you could come in and, and take and take this club forward." Because that's the sort of player we need up front. Um, you know, we're never going. It's so difficult to get the best players now, and even next year, the Premier League has even more money in it. It's going to be so hard to get some of the better is, players away t- from there, other t- clubs there, there in the Premiership. There is a tipping point, you know, when you when you talk about you know clubs that are sort of 16th and 17th yeah. in the Premier Division, mm-hmm. being amongst the top 30. Uh, earners in, in world football yeah. and the amount of money that Sky's putting here. You know, we are being set up a bit here and I, I, I like all our listeners to be well aware. I mean, maybe I'm the dooms merchant, but once that money starts to go and 
something's going to happen, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, I do think there's a tipping point. So, look, you yeah. know, we talked about Rooney, we talked about Stones, we talked about uh, uh, Ronaldo. Uh, but last year, I was on a, a boat sunning myself in Spain and we just about were getting Wi-Fi and over the system nobody could believe that result against Leicester and I got a young man who scored what uh, just equaled one of our legends uh, Van Nistelrooy 12 games uh, in succession mm. having scored a goal Leicester versus Manchester United let's discuss I mean that you know these Roy the Rover facts it's like this kind of fact that he's got to beat Van Nistelrooy's record which by the way is a Premier League record for all those people old enough Stan Mortison yeah. actually beat that record well before that but there's nothing there was no such football since, since before the Premier League no. so that's all from there but yeah it kind of all set up for Vardy to come and get this goal against Van, Van Nistelrooy's old team um, but I remember back to that game last uh, last year it was after the transfer window closed like the summer transfer window closed and we'd got all these new players in mm-hmm. and this game started and I thought oh my god this team talking about ours De, what an amazing team De Maria, I was yeah. like this team if we can get Ronaldo back I turned to one of my friends watching it if we can get Ronaldo back we're going to win the Champions League within two years and by the end of the game we'd lost 5-3 I think, and, that one, and that game was a turning point in Van Gaal's management I think because he suddenly was like we can't, I can't play like this and then we just shut down from that yeah. moment on didn't we but a real opportunity for us to go there top of the table top of the table clash can you believe it? Fantastic uh, to see and basically go there and, and win that game. I think it's utterly important for us to win that game and not get a draw. They're going to be full of it. They'll be full of it. They've got some good players. They've got some players that are completely full of confidence. It's going to be a tough, tough, you know, a tough, tough opposition. Yeah. But we have to go there and win that game. Um, I mean, Pearson was a tough act to follow. We know about what his kid did and what, what happened over there in Thailand. And, and when you got Thai sponsors, it's not really going to work for the long run. But the Tinker Man, Ranieri, he wasn't supposed to be doing this. Was he? he was supposed to be a bit of a joke, wasn't it, Mr. Lineker? All sorts of people saying, why wasn't the club more ambitious? Oh, it was, I mean, the, the, it, was, it was met with, with such a, just a bit of a downbeat and with derision, essentially, wasn't it? When Ranieri came in and uh, I, I'm really pleased with him. I think Ranieri's always has come across as a really nice eccentric bloke to be honest I think he's been treated fairly shabbily by other clubs including Chelsea so I'm pleased for him and I'm pleased I'd have to say you step aside from the tribal thing very briefly to have Leicester City at the top of the league is great what, why is that great? great I've heard people talk that nonsense all weekend why is it great why because the league Premier League. I always want Manchester United to win the league, but it is bloody boring because it's so southeast, northwest dominated. It's the Manchester clubs in the northwest and the London clubs in the southeast. That's what's boring, dominated. Boring for who? Just, just shakes it up. Shakes it up. I think it's good. As long as we beat them at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to encourage them too much, but I think it's have a team from the Midlands. <laughs> that's like, that's good. I would also say this as well about Leicester. <laughs> they haven't really played anyone as such yet. I mean, they got they got tonked by Arsenal at home and basically the teams that they played in the last few weeks have all been kind of lower level teams and then they've got United this coming weekend and they've got quite a few other yeah. teams of that South East yeah. North West little triangle you're talking about coming so we'll see what the new uh, Leicester is by the end of it yeah. the, the Tinker Man hasn't actually tinkered much in his team he's very much kept it to what it was last season and fair play to him but um, it's going to be a tough game I'm looking forward to it and hopefully um, we, we won't come out of it so exasperated as we was last year yeah. uh, we're result. a very different team a year on I mean that team yeah. last year we, did, we looked like a fantastic Ferrari that's broke down after through the match mm. we were so 
brilliant as you said early on yeah. he just looked untouchable and i bet we're just far more solid now at the back and in the midfield on a 10th fate too much but we are yeah we were a far more difficult proposition to beat certainly will they score will he extend the record the deferry tells the dreams actually come true in the real yeah, world yeah I, th- I think he i think he probably will score as long as he can score and we score five i'll be happy but yeah. uh, consolation, just, goal. Yeah, consolation goal at the end you know but uh, but i do honestly i think he probably will because it's kind of set up isn't it against united but then again we've got mike we've got mike at the back and a great goalkeeper so you never know what can happen yeah hopefully we can stop them we can stop them from scoring and that would be great because that would be fun to see him trudge off and we can all like lift their t-shirts up and have a picture of rude on it that'd be great yeah no it would be uh, you ready to call it robert Macon? are you I am going to call it, but I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to say I think it's going to be an edgy win for us, but I think we're going to do them 2-1. I'm slightly nervous because it's a tough, it's a tough place to go oh, to. Yeah, but then yeah. also, you know, it, it's just it's just little old Leicester. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one as well. I'll, I'll take 1-0 to United. Mr Nestor? I, I, I think they will score. And I think do you think it'll be him? Yeah. Because I don't even know who else plays for their team. <laughs> so Cash for Michael. It's, it's, it's easiest to say that. There's yeah. history there as well, yeah, isn't there? Exactly. Uh, Daddy will be watching uh, one imagines. Uh, here's here's the thing. I think there'll be more goals in it than you two. I think it'll be a three-two to us. Oh, really? Be- no, right. be- be- right. Because they- they've got to go for it, and so have we. And we can't hold back. We can't, we can't play it for a draw. No. We've got to go out there and try and win it. Memphis Depay will play. He want to, uh, you know, subsidise that improved reputation and show that he's not come as some sort of, I don't know, imitation of... Uh, Bebe. M- m- no, Balotelli, I think, you know, the, the Flash, yeah. the flash Harry flash with the Harry, hair, yeah. with, the, with the tats and n- not really anything yeah. to back it up. So I, I, I'm going 3-2. So 3-2... 2-1, 1-0. Yeah. But all of us saying Manchester United will win. Got now, to. listen, we, we haven't spent any time talking about Europe. It's weird because our European campaign has been a little bit fragmented this year, Robert. Mm. Yeah, it certainly has. And you know, going into these uh, you know, final two games, it is very, very tight. We are, we're a point ahead of PSV Eindhoven and Wolfsburg. We've got PSV coming up this week at home, which they beat us, of course, away, and then a trip to Germany. So it's certainly not a given that we're coming through at this point. It's a, it's a, it's a big old hurdle there still. So I think it's going to, I think that's a, still a big challenge for United, which we've almost forgotten about because we're so pleased with all our sort of rivals sort of falling away around us in the, uh, Premiership that we there was so we're so surprised to be so high high up in the Premiership table, but there's also this very niggly Champions League group. Yeah, it's been it's still been to a, negotiate. Yeah, it's been a really strange campaign so far. I think a lot yeah. happened when, at, when we played PSV away when Luke Shaw got injured, and we've kind of had this kind of yeah, very flat, strange flat performances so far in it but you know it's all about getting through but ultimately you need to win your group in a Champions League because yeah, as Arsenal yeah. normally find out they come second in their group and they normally get some massive team and they go out so you know you even though it's still very close if we get the three points against PSV which I would I expect us to get um, then we've, we've at least it. qualified yeah. and then, yeah, then, yeah. We, then it's a tough opposition to go to Wolfsburg because I think they're a very good team so um, but if we can you know the point is we need to get through the group stage Stages, don't we need we, some of our leaders on the pitch. Absolutely. That's, that's what we need. Let, let me go back uh, because you talked there about 
opposition falling away. We know mm. what, what's happened with uh, Chelsea, and until he goes and apologises mm. to the good doctor, it's going to be misery for them. Uh, Arsenal, well, they had an awful day. I mean, he talks about a bad day at the office, but, you know, they obviously need, uh, as we would say in the Caribbean, he needs a blue bath because he's had some bad luck. A black cat has crossed his path or something, but they're in trouble. Uh, don't worry about Liverpool because I think that's a Pyrrhic victory, and uh, Everton, don't mm. worry about them, but certainly, uh, you know, Man City look like if you upset their rhythm, then you got a chance, yeah. and that certainly has happened. Leicester, I believe, like West Ham, will be like Christmas decoration. They'll mm-hmm. fall by the wayside, but after after Christmas, what about Tottenham? Uh, Tottenham, well, Tottenham haven't lost, if my memory serves me rightly, since, since we beat them, yeah. and yeah. certainly that performance they put in yesterday was uh, impressive. Yeah. I think last five games now, the uh, horse-faced one has scored yeah. a, a goal. So the, 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 they're up there they're doing the business they're just not blessed no. you've got to trust me here now and I'm using all sorts of euphemisms and mm. metaphors but they're not a blessed team no. they're too concerned with money it won't happen for them I just know it won't because they need another striker yeah. yeah so so who's there to beat us for the premiership then who says we can't win the premiership it's, this year it's, it's, a, it's a huge chance this very average boring team we've been talking about over recent weeks partly by default partly by luck and partly by the ta- the fact the team is starting to settle down finds itself a point behind the leaders. It's just a very weird season. You think, think of the great Chelsea teams and Arsenal teams who have been our big rivals in recent years. We used to talk about we can't afford to lose a single match if that's we right. want to win the title. That's right. I mean, that's long gone. You now think, well, we might be able to lose five and win the title. Chelsea still think they can finish in the top four. No, it's quite realistic. I can, perfectly uh, possible. So... I mean, and, and City, of course, have been. You, we, we know that they're mighty rise in recent years, but they've been playing hot and cold. And they're still, they're got, still cold got, again yeah, now. but they've still got a game in hand, haven't they? If my they, memory serves me rightly. No, no, we're all level. No, we're, we're all level, level now. We're all, okay. thir- all thirteen games: Leicester twenty-eight, us twenty-seven, City and Arsenal twenty-six. I'd, I'd be honest. I think who can beat us? I think probably ourselves. We've got to. Yeah. Got a hell of a be, chance, be certainly. more consistent, you know, to keep the yeah. consistency, try to yeah, and believe and believe they can do but, but it. But here's the thing, right? I mean, I agree with you 100%, which is why I put the question in there. But usually consistency hangs on one player, right? And, and, and much as I'd like it to hang on De Gea or Smalling, who seem to be, in my opinion, you may disagree, mm. are two mm. players. Yeah. You need somebody like a, you need a Rooney, a Mata, a Marseille, a creative, You need a creative, offensive player. And I don't see that. That, and that, that's my only worry about... Yeah, well, that, that's the concern, isn't it? Because the, the fans have all tr- have sort of taken the banner of Martial, haven't they? It's like they're looking to Martial to walk us through to the champions, the championship. But that, that he's, he's a young boy. I mean, there's so many young players in this team. You're absolutely right. And it concerns me when the manager says, Wayne Rooney is in the team because he's the captain. So he's there by default. I mean, that's quite embarrassing for Wayne Rooney. But you would think someone of his age, who's been in that club for so long, would be marching forward with that banner, Leading. saying, follow, up, follow me, follow me. Look, where, look what I've got. Look what you're I've gonna achieved. Up, you're going to upset um, Robert. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, but he's not doing it. So, so you've got other players there that have got experience of winning. Schweinsteiger, not in the Premier League, I agree. But you're right, we, there's, we're missing something. And, yeah. But then, you know, does 
I mean, Aguero does it for Man City, doesn't just, he? Just stepped on that he constellation goal was a piece, was bash, a piece of magic. See you wasn't later. It? How does he do that? But they can't do it without company. You see, they, yeah. that, that's where they fall apart. Mm. Arsenal, mm. a complete joke. They've got eight players injured again. It's like this, it's, and they don't buy one outfield player. You don't see it coming from there. So it's a mismatch. It's a, it's a mismatch at the moment. You don't know what's going to happen, but someone's got to take the ball by the horns. Okay. Soon. Okay. Let me just ask this then. Finally, I don't know you people who listen to the Manchester United Redcast like us talking about Manchester United, but I think there is a context here, and it's important uh, to express that. Here's the thing, Bobby Meakin. Uh, Man- Man- Manchester United are there. We don't have this expressive player and whatever, mm. but we could still do it, right? Yes, we could. And I think what we've got now, we've got a really good foundation in place for the first time in a long time. Obviously, we've got the goalkeeper. Certainly a a far better defence, if not a complete defence yet. We're in a strong iron midfield of yeah, but as I said, Schweinsteiger, Schneiding, or Carrick when he comes back. What we haven't got, as David's saying, it's just unpredictable. Who's going to come through and be the talisman up front out of all those young bucks who suddenly emerged? Who's yeah, going to be our to... Cantonar? That's what. Yeah, we're it, for. It, it, could yeah. it be Marshall? Could it be Memphis? Yeah. Could could Lingard prove to be it? Is Herrera going to sort of emerge and become a bigger player for us? You know, is Rooney going to roll back the years? You know, whatever. I mean, out those younger players, I think it, that, I think that's the really interesting point. One of those, yeah, we need one of those to grasp the nettle and become the hero of that. Because the foundation is there, but we haven't got that X factor yet. And that could well come because, as I said last week, we just don't. When, if you said at the moment, who would you pick as your, say, your front three? We'd all debate about it. None of us are really sure because people are still coming through, blowing hot and cold. So I think that's all. St- but I think for us to win the title, I think we do need a Marshall or Memphis to come through and be the new you know, superstar for us. Yeah, we'll leave it there then. Who's the new superstar? Eh? Uh, we'll find out. I dare say soon enough. Uh, fantastic week. Looking forward to it. Hopefully there'll be two victories. There. In any case, whatever happens, we'll be back here next week. So from Robert Meekin. See you next time. How long have we been doing this? You just, you just, you just let me down. Try and grow a moustache for next week. Uh, Dave, listen, thanks very much. It's brilliant, brilliant having you back it's here. Good mate. to be back in the process. Uh, yeah, look, look after yourself wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Until next time, come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.